Okay, Bokatov. Today's daf is daf Zion in Megillah. We said we'll start about halfway down the page, but I, I changed my mind. I said let's let's uh, let's start in case he didn't learn that piece yesterday. We'll start from the last line on Vavam at Bays. We'll do the whole daf Zion. The Mishnah had said that if you see the Mishnah on Vavam Bays said Karos Megillah Baderishim Nesabra Shana. Now, obviously, with the, uh, today's calendar, that can't happen because we know when there's an Adar Shandi, but uh, even in the time of the Gemara, there was a time, or before the time of the Gemara, there was a time when they uh, prohibited uh, extending the year, making a leap year once Adar had started. Now, they had to do it before, before Adar. They couldn't once Adar started. But there was a time prior to that when Adar started, and then they realized they better extend it, make a leap year because, uh, because of the crops or whatever wouldn't come out. So they decided to make a leap year middle. So what happens if you had Adar Rishon and you, you read the Megillah and then you made an Adar Shani? So the Mishnah said, if you read the Megillah and Adar Rishon, you still have to make it an Adar Shani again. Okay, and then that's going to be a discussion we have in tomorrow. And, and then the Mishnah says, Ain bein Adar Rishon, Adar Shani, Elikriyas and Megillah, the difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani, they're both holidays which not, you don't do Tachnun, Hespedim, and things like that. But the difference is, is that on the second Adar is when we have Matanos uh, Adyonim and Kriyas Megillah, and the Gemara has the discussion about the Arba Parshios. So when we come out, like Shemingam Leel, that the Arba Parshios also have to be done in the second Adar, not in the first Adar. That was a discussion of the Gemara. The Gemara had an opinion of Lazar Biosi that you do everything in the first Adar. What's that based on? Because it says, Bakal Shan of Shan, just like every year it's the Adar that's closer to Shvat, the same thing this year. The other opinion is that Shemingam Leel and the Tanakama that know that Shana uh, Shana, just like in every year, it's the Ador that's near Nisan, meaning it would be the second Ador. The same thing over here, it would be the second Ador, even, even when there's two Adars, we also, um, we also do it in the, in, when there's two Adars, we do it in the Ador closer to Nisan, meaning the second one, not the first one. Okay, so, um, so, so the last line on the page uh, says like this, what's Shimuel's reasoning why he says that when there's two Adars, we read the Megillah in the second Adar, and include also Matanus of Yonim and all the other things that are Pash, everything in the second Adar. Mehocha, not from, because it says, Vashana, but from different, it says, to establish this letter of Purim, uh, this document of Purim, Hashanis, the second one. The Hashanis indicates the second Adar, that's a hint at that. Now in Dafzain, Hashanis, you have to have both. Both were shanes and kol shanes shanah. Even kol shanes shanah have a minute. Kikushan, I think. Well, maybe it's really the first, the first one. Kol shanes shanah. It's the ador that's closer to Shvat, so maybe here too. Kamash one. No, the hashenis. It's the second one. Biashmin hashenis. I mean, a betchila berishon uveshani. Maybe you got to do it both. Maybe you have to read lachachila on what on both others. When you have two others, you have to keep it both others. Like people have a yard site, and if you have a yard site on other minig Ashkenazi, is that if you have an uh, uh, somebody died in a regular. Adar year, and then there's a leap year. When do you keep the art site? The first or the second? So you keep both. So maybe here too, like you read it both as Kamash Shana Know that you read it once, not twice at year. Blazer Yosi, Hi Shanis Yosi, who says you read it in the first one. When there's two hours, you read it and keep we keep Purim in the first one. My what does he do with this Shanis? The first year of Purim, they said they established it in Shushan as a holiday. The next year, B'Shenis means in the next year, they said, okay, let's keep it. Now, with the last year we had it in Shushan, now we're going to establish it for all the Jews around the world. We're going to keep this cycle. That's how we learned it. 
Now it's brought down in the Mish, in the Megillah itself. Says that Esther Mordechai wrote all this down. Maybe they wrote. Apparently they wrote the Megillah. Esther sent to the Chacham Kavuni Ladoras. Listen, I want you to make me what happened to me, my ness, and uh, the whole story. I want that to be a permanent holiday. The and to and to read the Megillah each and every year. He said that he, she asked the Chachamim, please establish it as a permanent holiday. Shalchalahem kina atamoras aleinu lebeinomos. You're going to make everybody. What is the story of Megillah, of the Megillah of Purim? The story of how we defeated the Amalekites, or the Amalekites, or Amalek, we defeated them. You want us to remind them every year about how they were beaten. You're going to make a trouble. That uh, you're going to, you know, stand up and say, "We beat you. We beat you." You're going to do that every year. Shalchem kinat amresle bein omos. Shalchem she sent to them. Kfar suvani al sid al divrei hayomim lemalchem poday paras. In the chronicles of um, of the uh, of the Persian kings of Madai uh, and Paras. Well, I'm already written there. It's not like we're uh, telling them anything new. They all know about it already. So therefore, you should establish me as a permanent, uh, as a permanent holiday, which eventually they did. Now we have more of a discussion about that. There's four rabbis mentioned here: Rav of Rav Chnina, Rav Yochan, Rav Chavir. These four rabbis, and then Masnu they learned, and then like in parentheses, the Gemara says has several places. But Kulei Sadamar, all throughout Seder Moed, Kol Ki Hai Zuga, whenever these four rabbis are mentioned, especially Rav Chanin and Rav Yochanan, Chalufa Rav Yochanan and Mild Rav it should be Rav Yonasan, not Rav Yochanan. It was a mistake, put in Rav Yonasan. Anyway, what did these four rabbis said? They said like this, Shochem Ha'estolcham, she said to them, Kasmin Ladoras, please establish me as a permanent holiday. They should read the Megillah every year and, uh, and uh, be no way Purim, the, 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 have a holiday of Purim. Shochulah, they sent to her, it says in Mishlei, Hello, Kasafti Lachashlishim. I wrote it to you already three. What does it mean? May that Shlishim three times, not four. What does that mean? So Rashi explains that in three places in the Torah is Amalek mentioned. We have it in Bashalach, Ksov Zov Zov Karm Besefer, right? There it's talking about the Kiyor Al Kiyor Al Keska, Lacham Hashem Bamalek. And then it's also mentioned in Mishnah Torah in Dvarim, right? Where we say, Zachor Es Asher Chosa Amalek. That's where we read Parsha Zachor. And, and it's mentioned in Shmuel, uh, and it's mentioned again in Shmuel and Baal So, and here, Shlomo Melech is telling us in Mishlei, you can write it three times, not more. Not more. In other words, that's what they answered, uh, Esther. Esther said, establish me as a permanent holiday and say how, uh, and, and read the Megillah so that we should uh, remember that we defeated Amalek. But Shlomo already said, you can only mention Amalek three times. It's already mentioned in Shmos, in Dvarim, and in Shmuel. Until they found this Pusik to interpret it this way the three times. It says like this. Right? This is what it says in that part of Amalek. It says, What's written here in Bishalach and in Dvarim, in Kiseitse, is one thing. So, so if that's one thing. We mentioned Amolik in the Torah, both in Bishalach and in Kiseitse. Zikara, Mashkasim, Vim. When it says Zikara, that's the second time, that's in Shmuel. Vasefer, Mashkasim, Megillah. So you could interpret that as the third one. In other words, obviously, there was no Megillah at the time that Hashem said, So, so, Zikara, Vasefer. And Moshe said, there was no, but that's the hint. The hint that's going to be about the future. So that's, that's the three times. Don't count three times as one Bishalach, two, uh, two Kiseitse, and three Shmuel, but rather count Bishalach and Varm as one. Then Shmuel is number two, and Megillah is number three. And therefore, 
they could establish it, and they established uh, Purim as a permanent holiday reading the Megillah. That's number one in Bishalach. That's number two in Kisese. So Kornchavashua, you could they they could not establish they cannot uh, establish the Megillah as a permanent document, meaning to include it in the 24 Sifre Kodesh, the, the canon of the of the Jewish people. Uh, according to Bishur, no, it's not included because only three times are we supposed to mention Bishalf Kisait and Shmuel. Like we explained before, the rabbis figured that out. That's those who refers to both Bashalcha and Kisai. So we have this machlok between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Lazar Madoi. Not to say, as we'll see, that the Megillah was not written by Ruch HaKodesh, as we're going to talk about now, but rather that the, uh, the Megillah was written by Ruch HaKodesh, but it's not supposed to be included in the permanent canon, the permanent 24 Sifrei Kodesh. That's Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. Rabbi Lazar Amadoi says that it is, and therefore we have it, we go like Rabbi Lazar Amadoi. This is talking about the, 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 the reference to Amalek, right? Reference to Amalek and the whole Megillah, which Part, is referred to. Yeah, the whole Megillah, the whole Megillah. Self Zos is talking about the mentioning of a Molech, both right. in Bishalach, uh, b- included Bishalach, Kisaitse, Shmuel, right. and the Megillah, and the Megillah. So referring to the whole thing is that part of the Sifrei Kodesh. Can you write it down or not? According to Rabbi Yeshua, no, it's not a permanent, it's not a, a part of the Sifrei Kodesh. It's not Sifrei Kodesh at all. According to Rabbi it is. We hold that it is. And, and, and Esther had requested of the rabbis, first they said, no, we can't add it. You, can't, you can only have three references in Tanakh to Amalek. Now we have a third one, and this is the fourth one, until they said, no, 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 no. The first reference is the whole Torah, including Bishalach and Kisete. The second one is Shmuel, the third one is Megillah, and therefore was included. I'm Shmuel. Who wrote it? Mordechai wrote it? Mordechai and Esther wrote the Megillah, according to most. There's other opinions that the Anshik Nesagdol included it, but yes, they wrote it at that time. Mordechai was part of the Anshik Nesagdol, and Mordechai and Esther wrote it, and maybe together with the Anshik Nesagdol, or the Anshik Nesagdol, but they wrote it at that time. So here we're going to talk about is so is the Megillah part of the Sifrei Kodesh or not? So he says, "Yes, Esther ain't a Metamasi Daim." Shmuel says it's not Metamasi. What does it mean Metamasi Daim? The rabbis and we have more in Shabbos. Yudal Rashi points it out. Says that remember that they that they made a decree that a Sefer you're not supposed to touch the Sefer Torah. It's Metamasi your hands. Why the Sefer Torah is Kodesh and Metamasi hands? Because what they used to do is they said this: people had truma. Truma has to be kept. Tar, right? The corn can only corn could eat it. They can't eat it. Betuma. So what they would do is they would put it in the Aron Kodesh. The, the, the Truma is Kodesh, and they would put it in the uh, Aron Kodesh with the Sifrei Torah, because that's all Kodesh and Kodesh. So we'll keep it there. What happened was, when you have food in an Aron Kodesh, what are you going to attract? Mice. Nice. So the mice would come to eat that, and they would start eating the parchment of the Sefer Torah. So the rabbis made a decree that a Sefer Torah, if you touch it, your hands are tummy, so that they wouldn't keep Truma near the Sefer Torah. Nothing to do with the Sefer Torah being Tameh, but they made that decree. And then what do they mean? All Sifrei Kodesh should not, are, are, are Matame your, your hands. So here, this is a way of saying that Esther is not a Sefer Kodesh. Amr Abidah Meshmuel, Esther ain't a Matame Siyadayim. It's not Matame Siyadayim. It's not like a Sefer Torah or a Tanakh or a scroll of the Nach, which is Matame. It's not Matame. Are you going to tell me that it was not written Baruch HaKodesh with the divine spirit, with the divine uh, inspiration? Shmuel himself, we're at the first of the wide lines in the Gemara. Everybody says that, even Shmuel says that Esther was written Baruch HaKodesh. It says, 
it was it was said that all the words were said so that you can repeat it, study it, memorize it, and repeat it, but not to be written down. Remember, at those days, we, in those times, they didn't even write down the, the whole the whole Torah was not written down, right? So he says it was written Baruch Hakodesh. We'll see, it was written Baruch Hakodesh, but not not to be written down. In other words, it's not part of the Sefer Kodesh. That's what Shmuel holds. Mesvei, how could you say that? Rameir Omer Kahelis and Matamis is not. Rameir says Kahelis is not a Sifra Kodesh, it's not Matamis hands. Umachlokis is a Machlokis, Rabbi Beisil and Beshamai, about Shir Shirma. The Shir Shim was considered a part of the Sifra Kodesh. Rabbi Yossi Omer Shir Shim is Matamis Adayim, Umachlokis Kahelis, the reverse. Rabbi Shimon Omer Kahelis, Mikula Beshamai, Kahelis is Mikula Beshamai, that is not Matamis, and Machomer Beisil, that is Matamis. Avorus Vashir Shim Beesser, Matamis Adayim. So Rus, Rus, uh, Rus and Shir Shem Esther is Matami Yadayim. Everybody agrees it's Domachlok about Rus and Esther, right? Shir Shem, there was a different opinion. But Rus and Esther is Matami Yadayim, indicating that it is part of the Sifre Kodesh. It says, Hudamak Rabishua, Shmuel will hear like Rabishua. Which Rabishua? The Rabishua we just had above. Rabishua said that they couldn't include in the Sifre Kodesh because only three times you can ever mention of a Malik, and the three times are Bishalach, Kiseitse, and Shmuel, and there's no room for another one. And that's it. So, yes, it was written Baruch HaKodesh. Or it was said, let's say, Baruch HaKodesh, but it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be written down. And Rashi says here, um, Rashi says, um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I can find the words in Rashi. Here's the first one. Rashi says, I'm going to go to the first one. Rashi says, but a Megillah was only given, even though it was given Baruch HaKodesh, it wasn't given to writing down. You're not supposed to write it down, but rather to learn it, memorize it, and say it. And, and, and say it. You could say the Megillah, but it wasn't part of the Sifrei Kodesh. So, so in, in that sense, you know, we, if it's not written down, yes, we remember the holiday. Even Rabbi Shua held that we should remember the holiday and, and uh, all that, but we don't read it from a Megillah. It's not a, it's not, the Megillah is not we, part of the Sifrei Kodesh. Why do you need one? Why do you need a Megillah? Well, today we, we do. Like we don't it. hold like a Bishua. We hold like a Right, you wouldn't. You don't, not, only, not only you don't need one, you're not allowed to have one according to Bishua. Right, so but we don't, we don't hold like We don't hold like that, obviously. Yeah, we don't. So he didn't yeah. read the Megillah. That's right. He didn't read from Megillah, correct. Tanya or maybe he, uh, maybe he, maybe, maybe he, no, may, no Bob Pepper, but maybe he also agreed at the end that he was the minority and maybe he agreed, accepted their rule. Just another brisa about we mentioned Kohelis, and we talk about the Sifrei Kodesh. Today we say yes, it is part of the Sifrei Kodesh. Kohelis is, and and uh, Megillah is, and all the all the Megillahs, the Shir and Rus, etc. It's all it's all part of Sifrei Kodesh. So simply Shlomo's wisdom. It's not wasn't written like so to speak with a divine spirit with the uh, with Ruach Hakodesh. It's simply his Chachma. Amulo, that's what Shemanasi said. Amulo, the Chizubulvadam, or no. He didn't, he had a lot of smart things. The only certain things were included in Kahelis, indicating that it was written Baruch HaKodesh. The Chizubulvadam, or Velo Kvanem, it says, Vayidabr Shloshu Salaf Mashal. Shlomo said a lot more than was written in Kahelis. If you would just say it's a, it's a conglomeration of all his wisdom, so, and it's not written Baruch HaKadosh Meila, but he had a lot more than that. It says, Vayidabr Shloshis Aleph Moshal, and they're not all included in that. So the fact that it's not all included indicates that what that what was said over here was real Baruch HaKadosh. It says, Vakos Kari Nemra, Vakim Loksiv El Akulam, Lamata Rashi says, Shemash of Baruch HaKadosh was written Baruch HaKadosh. Omer and another Pesach says, says there, Al Tosif Al Drav, don't add anything on to that. Why do we, in other words, as if to say, 
the Kohelis is limited to what's in there because that's Ruch HaKodesh. The other stuff that he said, he said a lot of smart things. So a lot of, you know, uh, intellectual mashalim uh, 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 examples and things like that. But, but, but what's, what's written in Kohelis is holy. Why do we need that second Omar. He said a lot of smart things. Some things could be said, some things not could be said. In other words, he said a lot of smart things. Maybe he just didn't include everything in Kohelis. Some things he included, some things he didn't. But it doesn't indicate that what he did include there is, is Baruch HaKadosh, Tashma Al Tosav Al No, to show that what he said over there is limited because only those things are Baruch HaKadosh, other things not. So what was in Kohelis was other things that he said were not. Obviously, most of those are, are forgotten. We don't have all his Mishalom. A lot of it initially we see, but we don't know all his Mishalom. Tanya, Rabbi Lezer, Omer, Esther, Esther was written in And even Rabbi Yoshua and Shmuel, we said Shmuel holds it was written in even though it's not Nitin Lixav, meaning that it was, it was given over or read or said in order to be uh, oral, but not to be written down. So, so Rabbi Lezer says, Esther was Rukhkarish Nemer, Shinemar. How do we know it was written by Rukhkarish? There's, there's an obvious uh, proof, because this is by Yom Haman Belibo. Haman said in his heart. How did he know? How do we know? Whoever wrote that, how would they know what's in his heart? It must be that Hashem told him. And that's what Rashi says over here also, that when you look at, um, uh, that when he talks about, Rochakarish means from God's mouth. It's from Hashem. So that's one proof. We'll see if this is a proof or not. Omer, Esther I'll give another source that Esther must have been written Everybody who saw her loved her. Right? How do they know everybody? How do you know everybody? Can you say, oh, everybody does that? How do you know everybody does that? Nobody does that. It must be that Hashem told them. Mordechai found out about the plot to kill Achashverosh. How did he know about it if God didn't tell him? All the Jews who, were, who had free reign to kill the Goyim, they didn't touch any of the spoils. The Jews around the whole 127, uh, whatever, uh, you know, kingdoms. They didn't, how do you know that there wasn't some guy? You didn't write it, you'd never know it. Yeah, yeah. How, right. how, did, how do you know what somebody didn't do in, uh, you know, in some other place? How do you know nobody touched any of the spoils? How do you know? It must be that it's from God. Omer Shmuel, Shmuel says, Had I been there with those uh, Tanoim, having been, I would have said, no I would have said something better than all these proofs from the Sukkah. Amrit says, Kimu Bikiblu. What does Kimu Bikiblu mean? It was established, they, they established it, and they were Makabalit. What does that mean? Both, they, were, they just say they established it. What does that mean? Kimu, Kimu Lamala Masha Kiblu Lamata, that God up in heaven established above what the Jews accepted below. The Jews accepted it below as a holiday, and Hashem established it above. That's a proof. Amar Rava, Rava says, I can, I can um, uh, refute all the proofs from these psukim that, they, that all these rabbis said. I can refute them all, except for Shmuel's. Shmuel's is a good proof. There's no question about him. You can't refute that one. How do you, prove, how do you refute each one? So we'll take him in order. What was Rebbe Lezer's proof? Because it says, Haman said to himself, you know, who does, does Achishverosh want to honor more than me? How do we know what was in his heart? So the Lazar, because the Rebbe is far, it's as far, obviously. The law have a inish to chashiv lemalka kavasei. And as far who, it's as far, the law have a inish. He thought that there was nobody, when Cheshveri when, uh, said to him, who, how do you honor a person who is a great person? Who was he thinking? He was thinking about himself. 
when he kept on saying, you should you know, dress him in the bush malchus and parade him through the street and all that. It makes sense. In other words, whoever wrote it necessarily, didn't necessarily write it. We're trying to show that, it, that it's no proof that it was Baruch HaKodesh. It was obvious from what happened when, when, when Haman said, uh, when Haman said you should take him out in the street and do all this, it's obvious Haman was thinking about himself. That's why, we, that's why he said Belibo, because it's obvious from the way he described the procession and the honors that should be given to him, must be talked about himself. Jerbekiva, right, what is Jerbekiva's proof? He said, it says, Everybody loved her. You know why? Not because God told him that everybody loved her. Don't forget, they had 100, what is it, 127 uh, nations. They all looked different. Some had, uh, you know, some were dark, some were light, some were short, some were tall, some were uh, slanty-eyed, some were different. Uh, 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 Esther appeared to each one of them, right? Because he learned everybody, everybody who was there at the party uh, thought Esther was from their tribe. And that's why it's not because Hashem told him that everybody loved it. It was obvious that each one thought, each one thought that it was that she was from their tribe, and that's why they liked her. Bahadur Mayor, and the reason what's Rab Mayor's Sfar, what was Rameyer's reason? Rameyer said that um Mordechai. Mordechai found out about it. How did he find out about it if God didn't tell him? We're gonna have later on. They were from that place, Tarsha, uh, Big Son and Sarish were from those two places, those are the ones who were plotting. And they were and Mordechai, who was uh, from the Sanhedrin, Mordechai was on Anshek Nesakdola, he knew all seventy languages that were extant in the world at that time. He understood their languages. Like when somebody says, you know, and they're speaking their own language, you think you don't understand their language. He understood what they were saying. He overheard them talking about it. That's how Vaivada, not because God. I told him that he said maybe they sent messages you know from all the 127 nations wherever the Jews were they sent messages we followed your instructions we killed everybody but we didn't touch any of the spoil so maybe how do you know that it was uh, divine this that he said but the Shmuel is a good proof because he says Hashem accepted above Hashem established above what they accept below. Omer Ravina, or the Girsa is Omer Rava. Hainu Damrinchi, this is what the people saying that people say that the Inchi, Tava Chada Pilpata Charifta, one good uh, uh, sharp uh, pepper is better, Mimali Tzanikar, than a basket full of, um, of pumpkins. In other words, Shmuel's has got a, a sharp one. He's got a solid, sharp proof, you know, Kimu Bekibu. The other ones you could argue away and say, it wasn't that God told them they figured out this way, they figured out that way, it's obvious, whatever. Rabbi Yosef Avar Mehachabi Mehapur Ma'elo, Mehapur Ma'elo, Lo Yavmi Tachirim. He says another spore. How do you know that it's, that it's divine? Because it says in the Megillah, Mehapur Ma'elo, these days of Purim, Lo Yavmi Tachirim will never cease from the Jews. What do you mean? You're talking about the cease in the future. How could they know that it's not going to cease from the future? God told them it's never going to cease. So that was, that's a proof that it was, that it was written Baruch HaKodesh. And the remembrance will never perish from their children. In other words, again, we're always going to know about Purim. Now, only, only God could have said that. There was no way that Mordechai or Esther or any Anshech could have known about that. So the Mishnah said, the Matos is also on the second Ador, like we hold, right? When there's two Adors, like this year, we have two Adors. We keep Purim in the second Ador, and we go up to Shemuel, not only 
for not only for reading the Megillah, Matanas Davyonim, Shalach Manas, etc., also the Arba Parshas that we Parshas the Chodesh, Parshas Pora, Parshas Zohar, all that stuff is 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 um, is uh, in the second Adar, not the first. Tani Rab Yosef, Mishloch Manas Ishlareyu. So this is how we know that Mishloch How do you Yosef Mishloch Manas Ishlareyu? Shtei Manas Lisha. You have to give two portions to one person. Mishloch Manot Manot is plural. Ishlareyu one person to another. You Yosef Mishloch Manas by giving. Two meat, two uh, species, two species, two uh, uh, portions to one person. Matanos lavionim. It says matanot. That's plural. Lavionim to plural to to two or more poor people. Shtei matanos shtei bnei adam. Rabbi Yehuda the last line on the page. Rabbi Yehuda see a shadalei the ravoshia. He sent ravoshia itma, the thigh or the leg of iglatilsa of a of a uh, very um, precious uh, food. It's called the, the 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 calf that's third born to its mother is considered to be a very uh, fine delicacy. So he sent him that the garba the chamra and a barrel of wine for uh, on Purim. So he sent him back. Kaimas banu rabenu rabenu. You sent us that. You sent. You were makayim with us. Umashloch manos ishlareyu. Because he sent it. Mashloch manos. He sent two things: the wine and the um, and the leg of the leg of uh, calf ishlareyu. Uh, Argumar says matanas avyonim. Apparently he was poor too. So he's yosef matanas avyonim, right? Because there were there were that was enough food for, you know, two of them over there. And he said to Ravoshi, Ravoshi apparently was poor. However, the Bach takes out a Matanus and Rashi apparently doesn't have it either. Because the Tremonus, he does, takes out the Matanus Okay, now we have some other stories. Rabba Shadalei the Mori, Rabba sent Mori Barmar, Biarabaya. And as he, he sent to Mori Barmar, uh, Shalach Manus, and he sent it in the hands of Abaya. Abaya was the messenger, right? What did he send him? Mole Tasca de Kisba, he sent him a sack full of uh, dates, umale kasa kimcha dafshuna, and a cup full of uh, wheat, of dried wheat, dried wheat kernels. That's what he sent him. Umale Abaye, so Abaye said, you know, that uh, Rabba was originally like a farmer. And then he became a Rosh Hashiva, became a Hashiva person. Amar Abaye, Hashdamar when Mari receives this, he'll say, if a farmer becomes the king, he never takes off like the feeding basket, the feeding bag from his neck. Meaning, you know, the farmer's used to walking around with the feeding basket around his neck that he gives to eat to the animals. Now, what did you send him? You sent him a sack full of dates, like in the same way. You know, you sent it the same way. You you, you don't know how to dress nicely or how to how to, how to improve your your ways. That's what he's going to say. You know, you're still used to your old ways. What happens when you send Shalachmanus to somebody? They send Shalachmanus back, right? They send Shalachmanus back. So he sent him Male Tasca. He sent him a uh, also a sack full of ginger. Aricha and a cupful of long peppers. Amr so Abaya apparently, who had to schlep it back now, said, Hash ma, my Rebbe's gonna say when he receives this, Rabbi will say, I know, Shadalei I sent them something sweet. Viu, Shadalei and he's something, something bitter, you know, like, people are always complaining, right? So he said, that's what he'll send them. Amr Abaya, so it's not clear. It's interesting that, you know, the, did Abaya say this to them, to Rebbe, to Rabbi, and to Mari, where did he say it to himself? Like, you know, like he just said, we're, people we're think. The Bamba and the yeah, 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 yeah. Or the guy who got back the same thing that he started <laughs> giving out the same that day. Um, Kinafki mi Mar, when I, when I left my Rebbe's house, his Rebbe was Rabba, Havisman, I was full. I had eaten already. Kimatulasim, when I got there to Mari's house, 
Kravula Shisan Soy, they baby 60 plates, the Shisan Mine Kedeir, of 60 different kinds of, of cooked dishes. And I ate 60 portions from them. Again, this is probably a guzma, you know, 60. They gave him a lot of food. The last thing that they gave me, they gave him like a pot roast, you know, a pot and a roast, roasted and roasted in a pot. They gave me pot roast. And I was going to slurp up the dish. I was going to lick the dish. That's, you know, I was, it was so good. Even though I was full, I ate all this food. I'm going to buy how should people say, Coffin Ania, when a poor person is hungry, below Yad, he doesn't realize how hungry he was. In other words, he thought he was full until he saw real food. He saw really a tremendous amount of, uh, of food. Inami, Rav Chalib Simashchiach, or as people say, there's always room for dessert, right? There's Rav Chalib Sima, there's space for something that's uh, sweet. Shchiach, it's very often, there's always room for dessert, always room for something sweet at the end. Abai Baravan. Talking about the Purim. We're talking about the Purim. He sent them as Purim. This Purim story. Purim story. Abaya Baravan, Rav Chanina Baravan, Mechlefi Sudusayu. Abaya and Ravan and Rav Chanina Baravan, they would exchange meals. So you could interpret this to say, you know, they each get men. The purpose of Mishloch Manas is to give food that they can eat on Purim. If you send somebody something raw that they couldn't cook until afterwards, it's probably not Yotze, the Mishloch Manas. You've got to give them something to eat on Purim. So here they used to exchange meals. Maybe it means that they sent each other a meal, but, Abai, uh, but Rashi says, yet Abai Rabbi Chanina means that they used to exchange meals, is that one year they ate at one person's house, the next year they ate poor meal at the other person's house. They used to, change, uh, they used to switch off year by year. All right, La Dari. Amarava, and that's, what, that's, that's how they used to do it. That's how he, I guess he would give, the one who was the host was Yodzei Shemashach Manas that way. Amarava, This is probably one of the most famous lines in Megillah that we read on Purim, that a person is to get uh, drunk on Purim, until he doesn't know, the famous line, until he doesn't know the difference between Aru Haman and Baruch Mordechai. But how far does that really go? We're going to talk about that now. Rabbah of famous story. Rabbah Purim they made a Sudas Purim together. They each, uh, they each contributed, they each gave Shachmanus to the other one, they ate together. Ifsum, and they got drunk. Come Rabbah, Rabbah got up, Shachtel Rav The simple translation is, is that he slaughtered Rav Zeirah, he killed him. Lemocha, the next day, boy Rachme, he prayed for mercy, v'achye, and he, and he, um, and he made him live. He made him live, like he, he revived him, he revived him. Lashana, the next year, before we explain this story, let's first finish the story in the Gemara. Lashana, the next year, Amr Lay, so he said to him, uh, Rabba said, R- said to Rav Zeira, said to Rav Zeira, let's, let's have a meal together again. You know, I'm a little bit nervous. Last year you killed me, miraculously you revived me. I'm not sure if you can rely on that every year, right? So therefore, uh, he didn't want to, apparently he didn't want to join with him. So two things uh, are, 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 set, are set from here. Number one, Number one, a lot of the Mepharshim say that this doesn't mean he literally killed him. Marshal says that he got him drunk and he was almost dead from that and he was able to revive him. Some say that um, he hit him. He literally hit him. They were drunk and he hit him. Um, and some say that it doesn't mean shchita. It means shchita, like he pushed him, he squeezed him a little bit. All right, said so that, uh, you know, they went, went too far. But the point is that this story tells you whatever happened, if you take it literally that he killed him and then he had a cause, he had a cause to there, or like most rabbis learned that it didn't mean literal, but that he caused them severe injury. They got so drunk that they were sick. Alcohol the lesson over here is, pardon? An alcohol overdose. An alcohol overdose, right? He almost died. 
And then he said, let's be careful the next year. So the Mepharshim say from over here that why is the story brought down right after Machayib Inish Lipsuri B'Puriyad Taloyad Be'or Harman Labarach Mardi? Because you might take that literally and say, you really got to get drunk every year, you know? Forget about the answer that, that we say. Oh, people like us, what do we say? Uh, I have a little bit of wine and I go to sleep and then I don't know what's going on. But they don't offer that as an interpretation here. This is really is the, the story is to teach you not to take it too far. Not to take. That's why, so right after it says you're supposed to get so drunk that you don't know the difference between you're supposed to say, no. This story tells you that with the story with Rava about Chayav Enish L'Bsuvay Purya, not so. The halach is not that way. He says, Rava says, you're chayav to get drunk. No, the halach is not like that. It's not good to do that. That's why the, the Baal Gemara said this story right after to tell you that not to, that that's not the halacha, right? It's right. So therefore, you shouldn't get drunk. It's also Gemara. If you get drunk, like you know, you can't serve in the base meetings, etc. Because get drunk, drunk leads to Gilead leads to sexual immorality, to murder, etc. So it's really forbidden to get drunk so that you lose control. You should never be out of control. So that's the point. Pardon? Call Prat. Prat, right. Name Call Mishim Prat, right. That's right. He listed in that order. Amra. Um, so does Pum. Aside from the story, mm-hmm. the shafting, yeah. however you interpret that, what's the hapamina of the chazal that you should get drunk? What's the point to getting... Words, to be happy, to be joyous, to be joyous. No, Just no, like we say, to the enjoyment. No, no, yeah, well, he did, no, right. he said, we, took we, it too far. Like no, 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 like we say, Ari Yotze, ain't simcha eleba basar Yeah, good. So that's what he means. But you don't have to get drunk. Right, you shouldn't get drunk. So that's what Gemara is saying. What Rabbah said, Rabbah took it too far. Took it too far. Yeah, yeah. To be so joyous. To be so joyous. It's a way of being overly joyous. Not just a regular joyous, but overly joyous because we were almost killed and now we're happy, so we go crazy and I'm happy. If you ever see uh, like this, the fans and the, when their team won the World Series in the bottom of the, of the ninth in the seventh game, you see they go crazy. That's really, so that's what, that's what we say, but you guys shouldn't go too far. Amrav, as soon as Purim Shachab if you eat it at night, you're not Yotzeh The meal has to be during the day. In other words, you can't eat it the night after normally, let's say in Tel Aviv, where they finish fasting on Yud Gimel, Aitanis Esther. Then you don't have the meal then. That meal at night is not. The meal is only during the day, the next day after you've lain the Megillah twice. It says days of feast and, and, and happiness, not night. Rashi have Yosef Kamei, Rav Kana, Gears and the Shultas is that it's a Mamer. But anyway, Rashi was sitting there. Naga is in the yeshiva. Naga will also The rabbis didn't come to the yeshiva on Purim. Amalei, my time will also So he said to him, to either to Rav Kana or to Mamer, why didn't they have come? He says, Dilma, Tridu, Besudas, Purim. Maybe they're busy with the Sudas Purim. Right? My time will also Amalei, so he said, well, maybe Amalei, Dilma, Tridu, maybe they're busy with the Purim. Amalei, why haven't they come to the yeshiva all day? Uh, they could have had the meal last night, no? So they couldn't eat it last night. They had to eat it today, so they're busy with the suda and that they didn't come. It's a special Indian to learn on Purim when everybody's busy eating and shlach manas, etc., to learn Torah. So he was. they were in the yeshiva. They're waiting for the rabbis to come. Maybe they were busy with the meal. So he said, so he said, so he says, either he heard about it or he didn't, means he didn't hear about it. Have you not heard about that? He says, 
Arban Zimnan, Vidamile Command the So he learned from this halacha, he repeated it over, right? Have you not heard the halacha that uh, you're not Yotze if he had it at night? So he says, Omele uh, Ain, or the Girsa could be that he meant, uh, no, that he didn't hear about it. You know, Shamfar uh, said, he didn't hear about it, or now he heard about it for the first time. Is that really, Ain, is that really so? So he learned it from him 40 times until it was like put in his purse, put in his pocket, meaning until he had it solid in his mind that it was, uh, uh, you know, he, was, he knew it very clear, as we'd say. It was very clear to him and very uh, permanent in his mind that halacha, you can't be yod, say the suit form at night. So the Mishnah had said that ain't bain adorishin ladrashaini, elekriyas a megillah matanus levyonim. That's the only difference between the adorishin ladrashaini, the kriyas megillah matanus levyonim. So we said that either goes like the shita that the arba parshios could be said in the first one, it doesn't mean the second one. It could be said in the first one. Or it can look at but we're not dealing with the Arab Parshas. But means, like for Hesped and Tanis, even like we have two Adars this year, even in the first Adar, which we don't keep Purim on, you're still not allowed to have uh, Hesped and Tanis on that day. So, so now the Gemara is going to talk about in Megillah, the next few bletter, the next few pages are going to discuss other Ain Bains that have nothing to do with Purim. Nothing to do with Megillah, nothing to do with In a few days, we're going to come back to Megillah and go Pusik by Pusik. What does the Megillah mean? What does this Pusik mean? What does that Pusik mean? But first, we're going to have a bunch of Lachas of Ein Bain. Ein Bain Yantif, the Shabbos, Elohim, the famous line. Knowing from Shabbos and Yantif is Ochon Nefesh, meaning that for the Melachas that are Mutter on Yantif, or all the Melachas that are also on Shabbos are also on Yantif as well, unless it relates to Ochon Nefesh. We also hold the Mitok Shehutra, the Tzorah, the Shlotzach, but again, it's, it's got to be Mitok Shehutra for this. But for example, other things, uh, you're not allowed to, uh, so like Shechita's Mutter on Yantif, because it's Ochel Nefesh. But, uh, you know, building a house is not, you know, you can't uh, build something or construction or bona, uh, things like that. Things which are also in Shabbos are also in Yantif. doesn't mean that the punishment is the same, because the punishment from being over any of the Melachas on Yantif, not related to food, is only a lab. Whereas on Shabbos, it's uh, Kores or even Mises Bezin, if there's Edom and Asra. But in terms of the Yisr, there's no Nisun Yantif, Shabbos, what about preparing food? Let's say let's say you need a knife uh, to cut, you need a chalif to cut to do the shita. And you don't it's not sharp, but you gotta sharpen it. It's mashma, they both agree so that uh, that the Allah is the same. You can't prepare Masis Lokrabuta doesn't go like Rabuta. The Tanya Aimbe Shabbatsa says you're even allowed to prepare the knife. We had that in Rablazar the Mila, the Perak in in Shabbos, Masachit Shabbos. He says, you're even allowed to prepare the machshir that you need to prepare the food. That's what we should My time in Tanakama. Pasuk says, who, right? Right? The Pasuk says in Shmos Yud Beis, who, Velo machshira. This is only it. The food can be prepared, but you can't prepare the things that you need to prepare the food. Whatever you need to prepare the food. If you need to prepare the knife, or or let's say uh, for mila, you need to prepare the uh, the the the, the, the ismil for the uh, mila. If it's uh, prepared, you got to prepare that too. You can prepare. What do the Rabbana do with lachem? Lachem You can't use it for other purposes, for goyim or for dogs. But for you, if it's ochel nefesh for you on yantif, then you're allowed to prepare it. That's what they'll do with, with lachem. The edich, you know, the food itself, and not the preparations for the food according to the chum. The edich nami yaksiv who? What does Rabbi Yudah do with that who? It says, it says ksiv who, it, he agrees, it says who? Ksiv lachem. 
In other words, if let's say the knife, your knife got a, a notch on it on Yantif, so you couldn't have prepared it before, before Yantif it was ready. Then something happened on Yantif, so he says, oh, it's Ochel Nefesh, you're, you're allowed to even prepare the Machshim. But let's say you could have prepared it before, and you didn't, then you're not allowed to. Even Rav Yudu, because says, who? It, the food itself. Lachem is, if you have no choice, you can prepare the Machshim for it also. That's Rav Yudu's opinion. Whereas Rav Yudu say, no, that only the food itself can be prepared by a cooking, shechito, whatever's necessary to prepare the food, but not to prepare preparations for the food, like the knives, etc. Ein ben Shabbos Yom Kippurim, the only difference Shabbos Yom Kippur, Shazez Donah B'Yadon, Shazez Donah B'Koros. Again, Malachas and Shabbos and Yom Kippur, besides the fact that obviously you have to fast on Yom Kippur, but Ein ben Shabbos Yom Kippur, but rather that Zdonah B'Yadon, meaning on Shabbos, if you did it, with Adam and Asra, you did a Malachi, you chayev misa b'yadon Adam, Shazez Donah B'Koros, on Yom Kippur, the punishment is only Koros, there is no punishment b'yadon Adam. What about Tashlum? What do you mean by Tashlum? We have a claw of what? Of Kamlev Rabbine. If, let's say, you did a Malachan on Shabbos that you had Misa for, and you also caused somebody financial loss, you threw, a, you threw a knife across the street and it cut somebody's shirt into two, and it caused them a financial loss, you're part of from pain. Tashlum Tashlum Zebzashavan. Even though, right? Why? Because Kamlev Rabbine, because you get the bigger punishment, the punishment of Misa, Videi Adam. Oh, it's mashma, but for Yom Kippur, where there is no punishment, there's only chorus, you're also potter. Mani Mastisan, who is a Mishigolik, Bechui Benakona, the Tanya Bechui Benakona, Haya Osas, Yom Kippur, Mishabas, Le Tashlumen, made it just like Shabbos. Ma Shabbos, Mishai Benafsh, if you have death, be they Adam, even if you don't get killed, even if at the end of the day you're not killed for some technical reason, the aid is no good or whatever, but if you did something, Yom Kippur, you're potter, Tashlumen, after Yom Kippur, Mishai Benafsh, you're potter, Tashlumen, even though on Yom Kippur there is no punishment, be they Adam, but still, the same thing, since you're Chayib Misa, you're Patim Shlumen. There's a Machlokas about that. Tanan Hosam, okay, that's, so our Mishnah goes like Rechulin Akana, there is no difference between them, because when it comes to Shlumen, you're Patim, you're Patim from pain. Tanan Hosam, Kol Chayib Krisis, says Mishnah like this. Chayib Krisis Shalaku, let's say if somebody's Chayib Misa, Krisis, they, uh, they did some incest, or uh, like they were over on Yom, and Yom Kippur, let's say Bezdin told them, don't do this, and if you do this, we're going to give you Malkus. And they gave the Malkus, Shalaku, Niftur Bidei Krisasan. They're Pata from Krisas. Shanamar, Venikla Chicha Your friend will be, your brother will be smitten in front of you. Kivin Shalaku, once he's like Chicha, then he's like your brother. That's the Drusha. Once he's smitten, like, so to speak, he's been absolved of, of, the, uh, of any other punishment. He's absolved of his sin, and if he gave him, he gave him that. Divra Chananya Ben Gamliel. That's what Chanan and Gamaliel said. In other words, that if Bezdin, something's Chayev Kars for, but if Bezdin said, if you do it, the only punishment we can give you is Malchus. We can't give you Misa for that, but we're going to give you Malchus, and they get Malchus, you're Potter from Croesus. That's, that's uh, Rabbi Chanania ben Gamaliel's Shita. Um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Chalukun alav chavero, Chanan and Gamaliel. They disagree, his friends disagree with him. They say, what, that there is no, there is no Malchus for that. You can't give um, uh, Malchus for that. Now the right, Amram Nachman, Lolam ain't chaluk. Rather, the um, where's the first one? Shlaku nifter kisasan. Okay, so he says. He, he says they argue with him, and they say that Malchus does not absolve you. Not Malchus. There is no Malchus for kares. First one kares. And if they give him Malchus, if they would give Malchus, he's still not absolved. Amarava, Amri Beirav. They said in the yeshiva that Tanina. We have a proof from the Mishnah, from our Mishnah, like. These rabbis who apparently disagree with Ben Chanan and Kanil. You just said, Rabbi Elkin says that 
that Reb Hananya ben Gamliel's colleagues disagree with him. He said that if you get Malchus for something you're chayef karis for, again, you only get a Malchus for Adam, if there was Adam and Hasra who said, there were Adam who saw you do it, and the Hasra was, you're going to get Malchus, but if you get the Malchus, you're potter from Kares. And that's what his opinion. So Rabbi Yochan said, his, his colleagues disagree with him and say, you're not potter. Amr Rav said, you see from our Mishnah, see our Mishnah that they disagree with, with Rabbi Hananya ben Gamliel. Why? Because our Mishnah says, Ein ben Yom Kippur l'Shabbos, El Shazazar Medyadam, Zazar Medyakaris. The difference between Shabbos and, and Yom Kippur is that Shabbos, the, if you did it on purpose, you're chayev, Misa Bidei Adam, and uh, the other one, you're chayev only from Chorus. If you're by Yom Kippur, you only chayev Chorus. You know, there is no Misa Bidei Adam. The Misa, if you hold it, you can also get Malchus, Edividi Bidei they're both Bidei because on Yom Kippur also you can get a punishment of Malchus, which is valid to absolve you of, of further things. So if you hold, if you hold the Hanina ben Gamliel, how can the Mishnah say there's no difference between the difference between Yom Kippur and Shabbos is that Shabbos is the punishment is Bidei Adam and Yom Kippur is Bidei Shamayim, right? Because what do you mean? Here's also a punishment, be Malchus would also absolve you, so they're both Bidei Adam. And therefore, therefore you see from our Mishnah that they disagree with Hanina ben Gamliel. Amar Nachman, no. Hamani Rav like the Amr Malchus Bechayv Ekrisus like uh, now our Mishnah can go like Rab, like Rav Yitzchak and there's no proof from our Mishnah. Maybe they don't disagree with Rav Chinnim and Gamliel and they say if you give Malchus you take a potter from from Kares uh, like Gamliel. But our Mishnah goes like Yitzchak who says there is no Malchus Bechayv Ekrisus. There is no such thing. In other words, Bezin can't give can't give uh, punishment. They can't even warn him for that. Rashi says Hamani Rav Yitzchaki Dormasach this Malchus to Ain Malkin. Uh, even if they gave warning, you have time recording once we must say that there is no there is no uh, punishment. There is no such thing as punishment for cars. And as it goes like the reason the reason our mission says there's no difference that the difference is only that Vashabas is be the Adam and Yom Kippur is be cars because he holds that there is no Malchus when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh Kars. But we who hold that there is Malchus by Chai Bikaris. If you give him Enemus Rav that, maybe they would agree with Rabbi Hanani ben Gamliel. Right? Uh, how does he say that? Chai Bikaris All the punishment, all the uh, uh, incest, incestual relationships over there, it says, it says at the end, Chai Bikaris. So all of them were written together. So why, when it talks about a person who slept with his sister, why does it mention over there also Chai Bikaris? Laduna Bikaris, Veloba Malchus, to teach me something that you only get Malchus, only Chayv Kars, and there is no Malchus there. So there is no Chayv Malchus for that. And from there you learn out to all the other ones. Dover Shari Bechlal, teach it that all the Chayv Kars, there is no Malchus there. That's his opinion. That's the mission of our mission. But if you hold it, you could give Malchus, maybe they would agree with Mechanayim Ben Gamliel that the Malchus does absolve you from uh, from uh, uh, punishment of Kars. You don't have to say that our mission goes like Rav Yitzchak well, there is no such thing as Malchus when it comes to something that Yechai of Kar is for. Rav But the mission simply means is that Iker is not to be the Adam, but that Iker is not be Karis. Yes, you could give Malchus, you could give Malchus for uh, for something Yechai of Kar is for, and maybe they would absolve you, maybe Rum absolve you, it's not proof from our mission at all. Our mission is saying is that the main punishment, but if you did something bizarre, if you did something on purpose, by Shabbos, Yechayev is Yechayev Misib the Adam, and by Yom Kippur, Yechayev Misib the Shemayim, Yechayev Karis, not Misib the Shemayim, Karis, which is a different kind of Misib the Shemayim. That's all Mish is telling, but it, but it could be that there is, a, if you give, it's not coming to exclude that there is no Malchus, it's just telling that the Iker punishment for being Chayev, when you talk about Amalachi, you did Amalachi Yom Kippur, what's your punishment? Your punishment is Paris. True, if you were 
if you were warned about uh, that you get Malchus for it, you were given Malchus, maybe you would be Potter like Rabbi ben Gamliel says, that question is open. So apparently that there's no proof that, 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 that uh, like to, to, no proof to Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi ben Gamliel's colleagues disagreed with him. There's no proof to that at all. Tomorrow we'll pick it up with more Ain Bain. So again, it have nothing to do with Megillah, but because it's Ain Bain, so we list them all here together. Have a good day. Shavuot Tov.